Hi, I'm Monica. And I'm the other Monica. And we are two Monicas and a microphone. Join us each week to talk about nothing serious. Seriously. We'll talk about life, differences of opinion, our favorite obsessions, and any topic we find interesting. Monica, do you know, I mean, I ask you this every week and I feel, I feel like sometimes you have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> I didn't even know about this at all until a friend of yours mentioned it on our Instagram. So you haven't seen Behind Her Eyes? No, I hadn't even heard of it, but it Ooh. looks intriguing. I thought it was great. Every few months, I find a TV show that I just can't stop watching. I'll stay up way too late. I'll ignore my kids. I'll go beyond the show and research the plot or the characters online. That happened with The Vow. That's how we kicked off our podcast. And so I'm here to tell you about another one, and it's called Behind Her Eyes. It's another crime drama. That's the genre I love. So is it based on a true story or is it pure fiction? It's pure fiction. It's a Netflix adaptation based on a book written by Sarah Pinborough. She's a British writer. I wish I'd known it was a book initially because I probably would have read the book and then been super, super excited to watch the Netflix. But I loved being surprised by the Netflix algorithm, which amazes me all the time by giving me exactly what I want. So since you haven't seen it, here's the official trailer from Behind Her Eyes, Netflix. Pinch myself and say, I am awake. Look at my hands, count my fingers, stay calm. Have a good day. Love you. Love you too. I'm Louise, your secretary. It's nice to meet you. I'll just move to the area. David's kind and generous. I work for your husband. You work with David? Small world. Adele seems perfect. <laughs> They're both happier with me than they are with each other. You shine. What about your wife? Is it happening again, David? What are you talking about? You know what I mean. We all like to think we're in control of our own destiny. So much of our lives are shaped by other people. You need to learn to control your dreams, Louise. You and me, we're special. You always knew things. How is that? Once you start, some things can never be taken back. Maybe you engineered this. You said this was a fresh start. Now tell me before I start screaming. I see things. I see how scared she is of you. I am awake, awake. David isn't the man you think he is. Look at my hands. You keep interfering. You don't know what's going on here. Count my fingers. Stay calm and focus. We're just as messed up as anyone else. Just better at hiding it. If this trailer, even though you're not watching the video, doesn't make you want to watch Behind Her Eyes, I don't know what will. I was hooked just based on the description because- That trailer looked good. Now, I'm the type of Netflix person who I just browse trailers. It drives Zach nuts, but I get a lot of, <laughs> I get a lot of enjoyment out of it. So I'd probably watch that trailer. Zach would say, oh yeah, you want to watch this? 
And then he'd look at me and he would know, I will never commit to watching it. What is wrong with me? I have no idea. Paul loves trailers too. He pulls them up on IMDb. He gets I notifications do and he I love just watches them. trailers. Yeah. They're like little mini so. Do you get this little taste of a story? Spoiler alert. This episode is going to spoil the story for you. If you're like me and you have not seen Behind Her Eyes, go see it and then come back and listen to this episode. Or if you are like me and you don't care if people spoil things because you just love hearing about them, stay right here with us. It was such a good series. The acting, it was really great. A friend of mine has watched it three times. Three times. Yeah, she loved it so much. She's watched it three times. So we're going to dive into the plot and the characters a little bit. You may have picked up from the trailer that it's a triangle, a love triangle. I really enjoy love triangles. I don't care if they're tropes, they're fun. It's a love triangle between a husband and a wife and the husband's secretary. She also ends up being befriended by the wife. Oh, that makes it even better. Layers it. better. This Mm -hmm. kind of sounds like maybe it could have been a daytime soap. Not going to lie. Actually, it could have been 20 years ago. It probably was. So the IMDB summary I thought was really boring, but I'm going to read it to you. And then you can contrast with the next summary. IMDB says, it follows Louise, a single mom with a son and a part-time job in a psychiatrist's office. She begins an affair with her boss and strikes up an unlikely friendship with his wife. Okay. That sounds boring and yeah. I would never read that. And I just imagine people pushing kids on swings, picking mm-hmm. tulips and drinking coffee with bland creamer. TVline.com has this summary. Louise is a receptionist at a psychiatrist's office and she impulsively kissed a handsome stranger named David before discovering he's her new boss and he's married. Louise strikes up a friendship with David's wife while striking up an affair with David. And we learn that Adele is heavily medicated and her marriage with David severely strained. Plus, Louise has recurring night terrors that Adele is helping her to get under control. And we keep getting flashbacks to Adele's stint at a mental ward and her friendship with a gay Scottish lad named Rob. Ooh, I like that. I love mental ward movies. I don't know what that says about me, but I really do enjoy mental ward movies because there is just that unreliability in the character. You don't really know where they stand once you find that out. And it doesn't even have to be about the mental ward, but just once you know that the person had a stint there, then you kind of start questioning what is reality and what isn't. Mm-hmm. Did you do that while you were watching this? Kind of. The, the cinematography made it pretty obvious. Okay. What was a flashback? The things that were supposed to be happening real time, did all of those feel real or were some of those questionable? Like, is this really happening or is Adele projecting this? No, I never questioned whether or not it was really happening. Okay. Okay. Monica, after listening to the not boring breakdown of this plot, I have a few questions. First of all, Luis. Is she randomly kisses a stranger who she doesn't know is her boss? I have a couple of questions. One, how do you know someone's not your boss in a small psychiatric firm? And two, (laughs) 
<laughs> and two, is that part of her character to be that impulsive or was it a moment where she was impulsive? The story behind Louise is yes, she's a single mother. She's recently divorced. Her little boy in the show is completely adorable. Aww. I thought he, he stole the show in so many scenes, but she plans on going out for the night with a girlfriend. She gets really dolled up. She's super excited. And then her friend cancels, but Ooh. she's already got someone watching her son and mm -hmm. she's dressed up. So she decides to go out alone and she ends up meeting a handsome stranger at the bar. As a woman who's done a lot of traveling on my own and gone out to dinner by myself, this happens, people. I ended up dating people I met at the airport. Okay. I did, did you not accidentally date your boss without well, so knowing he, he was your boss. Here's the story. He hadn't started at her <gasps> firm yet. Oh. So it's like a Grey's Anatomy where they kiss. They don't do anything more than kiss. And it's a very passionate kiss. And she shows up for work the next day and oh. he walks in the door. I love when you can start out with tension from moment one mm -hmm. in a relationship. This is really fun. She is completely surprised. And she probably does not know that he's married yet, huh? No, she has no idea. Ooh, tell me about that. I want to hear about how she finds out. Monica, I don't remember the exact moment when she found out he was married now. I think she finds a picture of the two of them in his office. Okay. And realizes it that way. So she doesn't even realize they're married at all until she sees that picture. It gets a little tricky because I don't believe Luis struck up the friendship with Adele. So tell me about Adele striking up this friendship. I need to know. That was definitely premeditated on Adele's oh, part. And you could see it happening. I You could love... see the wheels turning. And Adele strategically planned to bump into, quote unquote, Louise at a cafe near the office. Oh my gosh, this After is After they had so met fun. one time, I think. It's just like, hey, I'm new in town and I don't know anybody. But does she know she's her boss's wife? Yes, she does. Ooh, and she didn't have any inklings that she was getting manipulated. No, how could she say no to being friends with her boss's wife? No, it, I understand she yeah. can't say no. I'm just wondering if she had any intuition that came out that made her wonder if this was a genuine relationship or if this was going to come back to bite her in the butt. I think she feared it would come back to bite her in the butt. Okay. If she weren't friends. I see. But being wife. friends was felt safe. Yeah, it felt safe. And eventually okay. she enjoyed being friends with Adele. They would go to the gym together. Adele got Louise Ooh. to quit smoking. Adele was in some part a positive influence on Louise and really kind of helped her boost her self-esteem. Meanwhile, even though Louise now knows David is married and now is friends with his wife, she and David, the chemistry is undeniable and they can't stay away from each other. Ew. <laughs> Louise... Goodness. are keeping their friendship secret from David and Luis and David are keeping their affair a secret from Adele. I loved that. It was like Luis is cheating on everybody or everybody's cheating with Luis. But see, to me, that's the part where I'd have to ask myself if I were Luis, which is why is she keeping this a secret? I would just be scared of Adele. I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't be messing around. Adele ends up manipulating Louise. Adele starts planting seeds. David keeps me medicated. David, oh. uh, you know, I'm afraid of him. Uh, one day, Louise stops by Adele's house. 
and sees through the window Adele just completely kind of unconscious. Okay. It's slumped over in a chair and breaks the door, rushes in to save her, and Adele comes too. And so at that moment, I was like, did she try to kill herself? That's what I thought, that she tried to kill herself. So now you have Louise even more entangled in Adele and her problems. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about David. Was Adele telling the truth about him? Was he that type of man or was that pure manipulation on her part? There was a point about three quarters of the way through the series where I was like, oh, he is keeping her, you see it. He's keeping her really drugged up (gasps) and he just wants to keep her under control. And I was struggling to figure out why, because you do know that she had this stint in the mental institution, that they have a secret between the two of them. Mm -hmm. And that's what keeps Adele and David together. So I'm going to play you a clip. The title of the clip on YouTube is You Can Never Leave Me. Here we go. We share so much. You and I. No matter who or what comes between us. We share things that we can never tell anyone. But as I know the truth, we're just as messed up as anyone else. Just better at hiding it. Is it happening again, David? What are you talking about? You know what I mean. I admit I've made some mistakes. David. You said this was a fresh start. What's the story here, Adele? I could ask you the same thing. I just can't. You can't control me. I want a divorce. Don't say things you don't mean. I mean it. Nothing could be worse than this. Once you start, David, some things can never be taken back. You always know things. How is that? Change things forever. Adele, I have no idea who you are anymore. Another of those things. You play your games, Adele. I'm done. I don't care anymore. Now you can never leave me, Dave. I know. Very interesting. So, yeah, so she has this black eye, and eventually, Luis is like, wow, I'm having an affair with a man who beats and drugs his wife. What do you do? What What did she do? She does a little bit of investigating. And what does she find out? David and Adele had recently moved from a different practice, and she ends up contacting another woman that David had started an affair with, and they have a conversation. Oh, so Luis wasn't his first. No. That would kind of make you feel a little used. Mm -hmm. That's why in the clip, you hear her say, is it happening again, David? And so like, you think David's this horribly awful, terrible guy because you realize he's had another affair before. You think he beats his wife. You think he, you know, he drugs his wife. You think he beats her, but it's pretty obvious David didn't do that to Adele. My guess is that she is the psycho, but I just have to guess that we eventually find out she's a psycho. She's definitely a psycho. (laughs) So how is she a psycho? All of the clips, all of the flashbacks involve her best friend from the mental institution. Is that Rob? That's Rob. Tell me about Rob. 
Rob is a young Scottish gay guy that she meets in the institution. He's actually there because he's a heroin addict and he's there to try and kick the habit. Oh. While he's there, he meets Adele and he also confesses to Adele something that he has these crazy night terrors and Adele works with Rob to try and help him deal with them. Well, she seems like she's someone who does like to help. Was she manipulating him too or was that sincere? No, their whole friendship at the institution is very genuine. The difference between Rob and Adele, she's there because her parents died in her house in a fire. Oh, awful. Yes. And no one can really figure out whether or not Adele set the fire. Ooh, twist. And David is the one who saves her from the fire. <gasps> did they know each other then? They did. They had Were they dating? No, but she, she loved David. Aww. Like it was the start to their forever romance. And he mm -hmm. goes away and he becomes a psychiatrist. And she ends up in the mental institution because he wants her to get better so that they can be together after. It does seem like there's a lot of sincere love and affection and wanting to help each other, but it's just all twisted up in something. Yes. But I feel like you're maybe not telling me something oh, be from you know? <laughs> just you know? from watching the clips. I feel like you talk about these night terrors, but I felt like I saw her going to sleep and then waking up. Yes. What What's that all about? As I mentioned, and Rob is like, yeah, I'm here and I have these night terrors. Adele tries to help him get them under control through almost a meditation process. She introduces him to the idea of lucid dreaming in okay. order to control his dreams. So when he feels like he's starting to go down a path where it's going to be a terrorizing path, that he can actively, in the movie, they open a door and end up where he wants to be. Have you ever had lucid dreams yourself? Yes. I have too. I think it's, I think it's kind of fun. And it's one I of the too. reasons I don't want to wake up sometimes in the morning. I'm like, no, I'm right. I finally got to where I wanted to be. I always give myself superpowers. It's, I love it. I love lucid dreaming. That's how... Adele helps Rob and it really does help him. And they both eventually get out of the institution. The other difference between Adele and Rob isn't just why they're in the institution. It's really their socioeconomic status. Adele is loaded, 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 loaded. Cash, money, giant house, the works. And Rob is basically from the trashiest part of the town and a heroin addict. Mm, yeah, so not a lot in common except pain except pain. And you eventually get the feeling that Rob, he just loves Adele and Adele's life. Does He's he want it? He does want it. Does he, he get obsessed with her? Yes. Oh. And it, it's even worse when Adele invites Rob to come stay with her in her huge giant house, because then it clicks with Rob exactly how much money she has, what her life really was. And then for the first time, he meets David, someone he's heard about for a very long time, but never laid eyes on. So and is this big house she lives in, is she married to David? Not yet. They're not married yet. Okay. It seems like it's around the corner, but they're, they're not married yet. They're just all hanging out there. David, I guess, has a weekend away from med school. And so he goes and stays with them. And Rob falls for David. And you can tell that Rob is instantly obsessed with David and obsessed with Adele's life. So he is almost some sort of foil to Louise, it sounds like to me, because you have another 
unrequited love triangle going on with these two people that is also based on friendship Mm -hmm. in the mix. It's very Mm -hmm. interesting. So Adele continues to try and help Rob, even though he decided he wanted to buy heroin before showing up at her place. And so he has some. And you never see Adele use any heroin. She's just there with him and keeps him company. They have a great time. Rob does a lot of the cooking. And, you know, you think that everything's going fine. And then eventually you hear about this secret as in the clip that we played. Yeah, what is the secret? What happened? What is keeping Adele and David together? Right. I mean, did they murder someone together? They They, murdered somebody. What? uh, Yeah. I did not see that coming. No. David shows up to Adele's house one day and Rob is dead. (gasps) Rob? Rob's dead. Oh no. And Adele is like, I don't know what happened. It just happened so fast. It's under the guise of Rob had OD'd. Okay. Did he? uh, Technically, but (laughs) he didn't do it. Oh, she probably didn't want Rob honing in on David or what? I don't, I don't think she wanted Rob to have any part of David. Wow. Mm -hmm. So David helps Adele dump Rob's body down the well. And throughout the whole series, you get a lot of these flashbacks of Adele and Rob hanging out at this well. It's kind of a mysterious thing. Who knows what's down there, blah, blah, blah. And then eventually Rob ends up at the bottom of it. And oh, that I like is that. the secret keeping David and Adele together. I mean, he wasn't planning on murdering anybody or covering it up, but now he's stuck. He's got his whole life in front of him and his, the love of his life just you know, has a dead body on her property. That's not gonna look good. We share so much, you and I, no matter who or what comes between us. We share things that we can never tell anyone. But as I know the truth, we're just as messed up as anyone else. Just better at hiding it. Is it happening again, David? What are you talking about? You know what I mean. I admit I've made some mistakes. You said this was a fresh start. What's the story here, Adele? I could ask you the same thing. I just can't. You can't what? Control me? I want a divorce. Don't say things you don't mean. I mean it. Nothing could be worse than this. Once you start, David, some things can never be taken back. You always know things. How is that? It changed things. Adele, I have no idea who you are anymore. Another of those things. You play your games, Adele. I'm done. I don't care anymore. All right. So finally, we come to the end of the series. Louise has distanced herself from David, as well as from Adele, because of her conversation with the other woman from that other town. The thing we haven't mentioned about Louise is that she also suffers from night terrors. And Adele has also been helping her get those night terrors under control through lucid dreaming. At one point, Adele gives Louise Rob's 
diary or journal that has all the tips and tricks to help Louise get the night terrors under control. And it really does help Louise. And she goes from having these crazy, awful night terrors to opening a different door and ending up in a green space with her son and it's all lovely and she wakes up feeling refreshed. Have you ever had night terrors? I don't think so. Have you ever had, so you've never had a reoccurring nightmare? I mean, not a super scary one. I used to have a bad dream that my teeth would fall out all the time. Oh, you know, that is super common in women, especially. And I used to have that dream all the time that all of my teeth fell out and I couldn't get them replaced in time. Uh, It's a very common dream for women. I had to look it up. Yeah. So lots and lots of women have had that dream. Also, lots of people have the same reoccurring dream of not finishing college or high school. Mm -hmm. I have the one of not finishing college. And I saw people commenting on social media that they also had that reoccurring nightmare. Like I know all of this stuff is scary and it is, you know, it can be very scary, but the images in the show of what the night terror is, it's terrifying. Right. So those are terrors. These are just reoccurring dreams that people have in common. I've had nightmares that I didn't ever want to repeat, but I've never had the same reoccurring nightmare. And if I did, I would have to seek out help for it because nightmares can be really brutal. Louise ends up siding more with Adele, especially after seeing the black eye, especially after thinking she tried to commit suicide, after she realizes Adele is being medicated by David. She even goes in David's office and finds Adele's file and looks at the file to see all the things and all the medications. So she really thinks David's a bad, bad guy. He's just a bad guy. I would think the same thing. I did. It, it definitely had me. The biggest twist comes really toward the end. Friends, if you don't want me to spoil the surprise ending, turn it off now. Go watch the six episodes. It'll take you six hours. It's like nothing these days. <laughs> and then come back and continue listening. It's not just that Adele teaches both Rob and Louise how to control their dreams through lucid dreaming. Adele also teaches Rob and Louise how to astral project. Well, that's a big jump. Yes. So we go into a little bit of the supernatural. She teaches them how to leave their bodies and just go see things. And the more you do it, the stronger and better you are at it. So the further you can go. I don't know if anyone remembers the part of the clip we just played where David tells Adele, you know things. I don't know how. I do remember that part. I was wondering, what is he talking about? Yeah, it's because Adele, while David's at work, Adele goes home, puts herself asleep, astral projects, and then stalks David. She knows every time he's cheating on her because she's there in the room watching as a spirit. That's creepy. So creepy. And the fact that she doesn't do anything about it is an extra layer of creep for me. Mm -hmm. That's how Adele knew she needed to befriend Louise because she saw them together, David and Louise. Ooh. And Louise didn't ever seem to think for one minute that maybe Adele was doing something like this. Adele's pretty good at making herself seem like a victim. Like a victim, exactly. Okay. And Louise just wanted to be a good friend. 
Aw, poor Luis. This is why we don't kiss random dudes at bars. I don't know what to tell you. Meanwhile, <laughs> you know, she's still a single mother. She still has drama of her own. At the start, when Louise first meets David and Adele, mm-hmm. you know, she has a little boy and he's right. a big part of her life. So she can't, she can't go out at night. She can't really, she doesn't have people over. Her son's father takes him on an extended vacation. Okay. For, for several weeks. It's like four, four or six weeks. Oh, and I just anticipated she was doing all this while he was in school for some reason. No, I didn't no. even think Sorry. about that. I should have made that clear. <laughs> I didn't remember until just now. Her son is with his father and she just is, you know, kind of living the single life again. So she has time to go work out. She has time to really establish and get invested in this friendship. She has time to have an affair. Oh, well, I, I think that would make sense. You would definitely have to suspend reality for a single mom to be running around mm-hmm. getting all involved with this when she has that cute little boy to take care of. Mm-hmm. And that brings us to what happens last. It's yet another fire. Ooh, do they put Luis down a well? Mm, not quite. What do they do? Or do David and Luis do something to Adele? I can't wait for you to tell me. Yes. Luis gets a phone call from Adele and it's pretty frightening. It just makes Luis run over there first thing because basically it's Adele saying, I'm going to kill myself. Things are really bad. I'm going to kill myself. David wants a divorce. Luis gets to the house, but she can't break down the door. There's a fire that's been started. There's no way to get in and she sees the fire. So she sits down in front of the front door and she astral projects herself into Adele's room to make sure Adele is okay. What does she find? uh, She finds Adele laying in a bed surrounded by flames. And then all of a sudden you turn and you see another spirit in the room. Well, what happens? That other spirit in the room, Adele's spirit, races out of the house into Louise's body and Louise's spirit is stuck entering Adele's body. Oh, okay. And the flames take over and Adele is dead. But <gasps> Louise is still Adele alive. Is, wait, Adele's no. body, body is dead, yes. but Adele is, is alive yes. in Louise's body. Mm-hmm. Oh. Kind and then what happens after that? Unfortunately, since Adele is no longer there, and David has definitely been in love with Louise for a while. They rekindle their romance. They get married and they drive off into the sunset. She, so, uh, so he marries Adele. No, he marries, well, he marries Adele's spirit in Louise's body. Yeah, because it ain't Louise anymore. No, it's so not. Louise and is dead. One of the best scenes. I like this ending. I think it's awesome. After this soul switching for lack of a better term, after this soul switching, mm-hmm. you see Louise's body go back to her house and you see her trying to be more, you see her, Adele, trying to be more Louise. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So she's practicing in the mirror and I was like, what is going on? It's because the soul isn't used to being Louise. Of course. It's used to being Adele. Right. Because she's Adele. Mm-hmm. She had a different body. Anyway, David, Louise, and Louise's son drive off into the sunset. And there's a great part where the son has kind of realized there's something not quite right with his mom. Right. I wondered if somebody would pick up on Mm -hmm. it. And they're talking about where they're going to go on their honeymoon. Louise says, oh, I'd love to take a cruise. And the son goes, but mom, you hate boats. And she's like, maybe I've changed. Nice. The thing that broke my heart about the, the son is he is such a sweetheart. 
And as soon as Louise's soul is no longer in her body, the way that Louise treats her son is definitely different. It's oh, I'm sure. A, it's not a, as affectionate. It's not as sweet. It's not as sincere. It's because it's not Louise. And so I just felt bad for him because I'm like, oh, his mom is a psycho now. Yeah, he's collateral damage mm -hmm. in the story here in the mm -hmm. plot. Absolutely. This reminds me of a book that I read, which was very good, called Her Fearful Symmetry. I would tell anyone who really enjoyed this to read that. If you liked this and how it ended, which I think is from what I did see online, maybe not everyone liked this ending. But if you like this type of ending and if you like kind of the whole idea of astral projection, Her Fearful Symmetry is a very good book. It is one of the few books that I picked up and read the entire thing basically in one sitting over a weekend, if you will. I had to, you know, take pauses to go to the bathroom, make food for the family, <laughs> things like that, right? And I could not put it down except for the necessities. I will definitely have to check it out. I did leave something else out. There's another twist in there. Yes. Do you want to oh, know? Of course I do, because I'm not going to watch this. I'm not going to read the book. Why? I don't know. I, I don't all know. All right, all right, all right. You're twisting my arm. Okay, good. I mentioned how Rob went to Adele's house and they were spending all this time out there. They loved to astral project together and they go out into the woods on this beautiful night. And it wasn't just that they were going to astral project, but they wanted to kind of experiment with switching spirits in each other's bodies. Oh, well, that sounds a little weird it's, and scary and right. risky they decide they're gonna switch spirits rob's spirit enters adele's body and adele's spirit enters rob's body well it turns out since rob was such a big heroin user adele's spirit didn't really know how to function in that kind of body and she can't oh. move oh no meanwhile rob's spirit and adele's body can function just fine so adele goes over fills up a heroin syringe, injects Rob's body with an overdose, and that's how he dies. Or she dies. Or she dies. When do you find this out? Do you find the this- The very end. The very The very end. end. Mm -hmm. Ooh. The very end. Even better. Even and better to me. There, there are clues that, lead, that could lead you to this. It has to do with the color of the, the spirit or the aura. It has to do with Adele using heroin even though you never see her using heroin after she comes out of the institution, even while she's with Rob. I thought that was weird. I was mad at Rob. I was like, oh, he got her hooked and now she's keeping it a secret and her husband's medicating her. Oh, and the cooking, the fact that Rob was such a good cook. One of the best scenes is standing at the island talking to David and she's preparing dinner and she just has the knife chopping this Italian parsley. It, it's insane. It makes her look so psycho. It's awesome. Always, just, always so with awesome. the, the knife cutting of the vegetables and turns people into psychos. Even after he's, David storms out of the house, she's still there just chopping and stewing. So that's really the biggest twist is that the spirit in Louise isn't even Adele's spirit. It's Rob's spirit because he didn't want to let David go and he didn't want to let Adele's life go. Now, how did you feel about that ending? I was like, what? I thought did it was you like crazy. it? Yeah, I, I thought it was great. It definitely took me by surprise. Well, That's that makes it even it. better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And looking back now, knowing what to watch for, I was like, oh, I knew something was up, but I couldn't put my finger on it. And because it, they didn't just bring astral projection in at the end, they kind of led up to it through the lucid dreaming. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, why wouldn't you just enter the body of the person that you want and then kill your body? It makes total sense. That brings me to the reviews for this series. It really got a lot of grief by people. I mean, here's one headline, behind her eyes review. Who knew threesomes could be so dull? That's from The Guardian. Oh my goodness, was the threesome dull? Also, it wasn't a threesome. It wasn't it a was threesome. It was a love triangle. Exactly, exactly. Agree. But at one point, you do think that it's going to turn into them being a threesome. Oh, Because I Adele see. wants to keep David happy. She knows David is cheating on her with Louise. I really didn't, did think it was going to end up into it in a threesome. So Rolling Stone says, behind her eyes and the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad ending. I didn't watch it. The usually when I don't like an ending is when I feel like you have been led on the entire time and they didn't do a good job of even dropping one clue for you to figure it out. And it's just about shock and awe and not about character development or plot line. Did you feel that way about Behind Her Eyes? No, I didn't. I thought the characters were really well-developed. There was depth to each of them. There was a backstory. Yeah. Uh, I know some, if... some of the reviews say that they're kind of shallow and there are a lot of gaps that need to be filled. I didn't feel that way watching it. Friends, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And now it's time for us to ask you for a favor. We're doing some research for an upcoming episode. And we want to know if there are other books or movies whose ending you hated. If you have one, give us one. If you have 10, give us 10. Follow us at Instagram, leave a comment. Send us a DM. Or send us an email at twomonicaspodcast at gmail.com. Monica, I mentioned that I really enjoyed the acting and I'd like to mention who the actors are who played Louise, Adele, David, and Rob. So we start out with Louise. She's played by Simona Brown. She has a couple things that she's known for, Man Up, the Night Manager, and Kiss Me First. The one that I want to see next is called Murdered by My Boyfriend. Ooh. <laughs> so, like, that's so up my alley. Unfortunately, there's not a lot on the internet about her personally, so I don't know much about her backstory or where she's from. Both Wikipedia and IMDb were very, very sparse. Next, we have Adele, played by Eve Hewson. She is so cool. She's so cool, and just the striking blue eyes and dark hair. Her full name is Memphis Eve Sunny Day Hewson. Whoa. Talk about a mouthful. When I saw her on the show, I recognized her and I couldn't pinpoint from where, but it turns out that she starred as the nurse in The Nick opposite Clive Owen. Have you seen The Nick? Uh, her okay. dad is Bono of U2 fame. Wait, what? Yep. She's Bono's daughter. Wait, what? Mm -hmm. Oh, the name makes sense now. Gotcha. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Friends, I highly recommend The Nick. It's a, it's a great series. And she also starred in Bridge of Spies with Tom Hanks. David was played by Tom Bateman. He is really shooting up there. He's getting so popular. I recognized his face, but I couldn't pinpoint from where, again, because it happens. Murder on the Orient Express was on the other night, and Paul and I watched some of it. I was like, oh, that's David. And sure enough, he's he plays a character in Murder on the Orient Express, and he was in Da Vinci's Demons. Paul and I binged that, very binge-worthy if you like period dramas. One of the fun facts that I found about Tom was that he is one of 14 children and has a twin brother. That's a lot of family. Finally, we have Robert Aramayo, and he is Rob. Rob, Robert. So Robert plays Rob. He was in Nocturnal Animals with Amy Adams and Jake Gyllenhaal, and that was my book club pick in 20... 
2019, I picked Nocturnal Animals. And I loved the movie. I loved the book. I thought it was great. He was also young Ned in Game of Thrones. And he had a small role in Mind Hunter, another crime drama that I loved. Last but not least, I want to wrap up with some other recommendations. If you did watch Behind Her Eyes and are looking for something else, I've actually seen a lot of these, Monica. Will you let me know if you've seen any? Absolutely. Okay. Orphan Black. No. No. Oh my gosh. It's so good. It has to do with cloning, murder. Oh my goodness. Um, It's got it all. It's, I mean, it's really good. I've watched four seasons. Westworld. Have not seen that. Me either. Russian Doll. Highly recommend this. Highly, (laughs) highly recommend this. Here's the description from Hello Magazine. In this Groundhog Day-esque comedy drama, Nadia is killed on her birthday, only to wake up again at the start of her party. As she tries to work out just what on earth is happening to her, drugs, a curse, is she simply dead? A major mid-season revelation has her look at her situation in a whole different way. Also, there are some brilliant one-liners. And that sounds like my type of movie. Oh, it's so good. And I love the actor who plays Nadia. She also played Nikki in Orange is the New Black. Oh, Wayward Pines. I have seen that. Zach and I binged that, but it will mess with your brain. But but that Mm. first season twist is like, holy cow. I think I only saw the first season. I didn't realize they made a second season, but I loved it. And I thought it was super creepy and weird. Yes. Here's one that people keep recommending to me that I haven't watched, Black Mirror. I think every season they do something weird and, and trippy. I see. And then we have Mr. Robot. I tried getting into this and I couldn't too much. It looks a little computery. I think a lot of these are really good. And I'm kind of curious about a few others. I actually got a couple movies. I might watch with Zach now. He'll be shocked. Wow. Okay. Friends, we hope that you've enjoyed this episode of Two Monicas and a Microphone. You can find us at Two Monicas Podcast on Instagram. You can email us at twomonicaspodcast.com. And please, if you enjoyed the episode, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If there's somewhere where you listen to a podcast and we're not on there, send us a DM and we will do our best to get on there. Also, share with friends. That is the way we are going to get this podcast out there. Yay, absolutely. Until next time, friends.